This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Everybody, welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So excited to be in studio today, Zoe. It's been a minute. Yes, it has. It's been like seven whole days, but that is a massive amount of time. I wish we were in studio more, but you know, this one day I'm super thankful for. Thank you to everyone who's tuned in. We're going to be with you guys until eight o'clock. It is me, Zoe George, with my fantastic co-host, Michaela Preston. Whoop, whoop. Love to be your guys. Yes, we have such a fun-filled show for you guys. Some cool what I did in Cape Town because I'm not writing anymore, you guys. Like, it's crazy to say that. I only ended last week, but I have been gallivanting through Cape Town. Living her best life without it, me, guys. It's I'm a, so touched. I'm so sorry. <laughs> These plans are usually very spontaneous, but that's the beautiful thing about Cape Town. You can just be spontaneous. There's so many beautiful places to go, places to see. It's just a lovely place. If you guys want to participate in the conversation, you want to send us a WhatsApp, please feel free to do that at 081-729-1657. We always love hearing from you guys, but we have a fun-filled show, very inspirational. The interview is one you guys do not want to miss. We have Pastor Dane in studio right now as I speak, and he's going to be talking to us about his testimony, how God has changed his life completely. I am so excited for that, uh, Zoe. I just know that so many people are going to be touched out there. And it's definitely a testimony that you should tune in and listen to. And I know it's going to inspire so many young people out there. Yes, exactly. If you guys are unable to stick around until about 20 past 7, which is when the interview will start, you can always listen to it on Wednesday on our podcast, which is on www.kpulpit.co.za. Or you can also tune in to our Facebook Live. We will live from 20 past 7 on 79 Cops Council slash 79 Cape Pulpit. You guys don't want to miss this one. But yeah, apart from that, we also have an interesting Bible quiz that is already on our Instagram page at I Am Youth Radio and 79K Pulpit. Check them both out, participate in the poll. But yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Definitely, definitely. Yes. I cannot wait to hear what Zoe has done this weekend, guys. <laughs> I am excited because like, I'm living through Zoe nowadays. <laughs> It feels like such a weird switch because last you were living your life last month. And I, I had was, to. Yeah. I had to keep them entertained here, Zoe. <laughs> You're like, I was carrying the show on my back. <laughs> Literally. Though, Literally. I wasn't going anywhere. But as we get a small music break, listen to Alive in You by Jesus Culture, and then we will be right on back. Alive in You by Jesus Culture. Oh, we can always count on them for bangers. I mean, Kim Walker always just knows how to steal a person's heart. You exactly. Know I, mean? I was listening to them on the way to work today and I was like, I'm so thankful that I found this band. But yeah, 
Another thing I'm thankful for is what I did this weekend. And that is currently what we're talking about, you guys. Let's hear it, Zoe. What did you do this weekend? <laughs> so on Friday, we took a spontaneous trip to Kirsten Bosch. I was in the Claremont area. So I was able to just quickly do that. I will say that if you are a student or under the age of 18, take your chance. Like it's about 50 rand at most if you want to get in. But once you, you know over the age of 18 and you're a South African, the price jumps super high. I think it's about 210 Rand if you want to get in. I mean, we all know where the Kirstenbosch Botanical Gardens are. We know how beautiful they are. We've seen pictures. We've seen the sculptures. But yeah, if you are in a position to get a discount, I recommend you get that discount. Go now. Exactly. Then after that, on Saturday, I um, went to a dinner party for a friend of mine. She turned 30. So she threw the party at Tiger's Milk, but the one in Century City. I'd previously only been to the one in the area I live in, which is the Bloberg area, right mm. by the beach, which is beautiful because then you get to watch Table Mountain as you eat and the views are immaculate. But this one is an entirely different vibe. Mm. Like in the area of Century City that it's in, there are many different restaurants. I've been to Gusto's. Um, next week, I'm going to go to La Parada. Oh, you go, and, though. <laughs> Living your best life. I mean, I have to do something. I was in the house. I'm talking like I became the house. That's how much I was not leaving. So I am going to enjoy this before I start. have to go back to work. But yeah, that place is actually really snazzy. You can take some really cool pictures there. And the food was nice in my experience. I enjoyed what I had. Chicken livers, which I know is not very popular. But the sauce it was in was amazing there's a certain way to do chicken livers very though. true I've, I've always tried it at certain restaurants but i like it when it's spicy yes it has to be spicy exactly yeah so that's pretty much all i did this weekend i legit i went to tiger valley um tiger valley i went to tiger's milk but yes. in musenberg yes. and i had the food there loved the scenery it was good it was good i'm not maybe the like a biggest fan the biggest fan of their food but mm -hmm. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, the vibes were great, right? I had a taco. <gasps> a taco. Yes. Taco with uh, pulled pulled pork, and it was it was nice. Mm. It was like it was okay. I wouldn't say it's like oh my word, I would come yeah. here again. But the scenery was good enough. So okay. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need to just look at something beautiful while you're eating. It helps the food. And I'm down not better. saying literally that all the uh, tiger yeah. milks are the same because yeah. I know the one in Century City is quite nice. Yes. Like there is a vibe, there's music. Mm -hmm. So yeah. It was very loud though. Like it was a party and no one could hear each other speak. Mm. Like the music was very loud. So I, that's the only complaint if I had any that I would have. But yeah, enough about what we did this weekend. Let's go on into the random tip for you guys. I feel like this one's going to be super helpful. It definitely helped me. Zoe on 180 degrees. Visit our website now. www.imymovement.co.za So yeah, we're in the random tip segment of the show. And I have something for all the natural hair, curly haired girls out there like me. And it's some tips on what to do when you want to sleep to make sure your hair doesn't like fall into disarray. But could it help guys too? It could help guys too. But you know, whenever I see like guys with natural hair, their hair is super short. And I'm like, grow that fro. Grow that fro, bro. <laughs> like, I feel, no, you know, I, you know, 
I think I it's even still rubbing off from last week. <laughs> Literally, like he just left us with such a rap vibe. You know? That like I feel like I'm just going to be rhyming. I'm not going to be a poet because I do know it. But, uh, oh, let, me, let, just, me just, please, let me just stop. Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Evan's gift. But yeah, let me get on straight to the tips for all the girls and guys who have long hair types. Type 4 hair. This is especially going to be useful for you. But I'm sure type 3 hair can also benefit from this. Explain to us what are the types here, Zoe? Actually, I think I'm going to do that next week because this is a whole moment. Like, to know the type of hair you have helps you style it and you have to use different conditioners, different techniques. What works for straight one type hair will not work for straight for curly type 4 hair. So you need to know the differences. So, so type 4 be like your afro vibes? Yes. But also type 3 is like an afro as well. But it's a looser afro. Okay. So people who have more... Curly. Not curly. Their hair is just noticeably curlier. So their curls are bigger. Mm. They will have type 3 hair. Then people with type 4 hair will have... I, you guys can see me on Facebook Live later. But their hair curls are not as loose. They're very tight, very kinky. Type 2 hair, your hair is wavy. And type 1 hair is just straight. So yeah, the type 4 huns out there. If you want to know how to protect your hair when you sleep, because Lord knows you can't just go to sleep. The first one is to either braid, twist, or cornrow your hair. Obviously, not everyone knows how to cornrow. I'm not here to shame anyone, but if you can't do that, I know you can twist your hair out. It would be a good idea to use water. Never brush your hair when it's dry. No, don't put yourself through that, girl. Don't do it. Then get a twisting agent that will help you bind the curls as well. And also, it will encourage the hair to get curlier. When you do this, if your hair is not very long or your hair is not super wet, try and keep it tied with a nice little pony. Because in my experience, since I've been growing out my hair um, about a year ago, I cut my hair. So my hair is not as long as it used to be when I started doing these techniques. But sometimes it unravels itself. So just use a little pony to keep it together. Then after you've twisted, braided or cornrowed your hair, put your hair in a nice good quality bonnet i'm talking those thick ones that if you went into the shower with it on your hair would come out dry that is what you want but be careful if it's too tight on your head you don't want to wake up with a headache but if you do i'm gonna have some tips for you and how you can get rid of that headache next week (laughs) then if you do not have a bonnet you can use a satin or a silk scarf that's good if you tie it tightly enough that it doesn't come loose while you're sleeping or if you are just in an emergency state You can take your stockings, just, you know, where you usually are in, like not the legs part. If you just put that over your head, that can be good too. But but I feel like that can work for type one here as well. Yeah, it can. The coloreds in their stockings. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was actually a friend of mine who's colored who gave me that technique and I tried it and I was like, huh, this works. (laughs) Thanks, girl. (laughs) I mean, us in stockings. Oh, my word. Isn't it a sorokus? What is that, Zoe? Isn't that the name? It's a soul coziest. Oh, yes. Come. Hectic. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we, we would use that. And a lot of people say um, our heat transforms from like uh, stale to straight after having that on. Yeah. It's not for everyone. It's if not. If you have naturally straight hair, you don't need a soul coast. But... For those who want that magical look, mm. the Swolkos is the go-to in the colored community. Indeed it is. Everyone I know, like, has one. <laughs> <laughs> then the last one is, if everything I've described to you 
cannot work because let's say you've just come home after a day of work. You know, you're a bit too tired. Your arms are tired. You can't go and corner your whole hair. Do this one night and one night alone. Go back to your routine. Just put your hair into four different bobs and then put the bonnet on and then make sure you sleep on your stomach because if you sleep on your back, you will not have the desired results. Wow, Zoe, it sounds like you've been through a lot with your hair. I have, I have gone, I have had experiences. I have suffered and I have thrived. But that is all I have for you guys for this week's random tips. Different ways to preserve your hair as you sleep. They do work. I've tried and tested all of the ones I've told you about. Now let's listen to There Is No God Like Our God like by Janine. And then when we come back, we will be in our interview section of the show that you guys do not want to miss. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. So we are in the interview section of this evening. And Zoe, what I want to say is you've heard so many stories growing up in the streets of Bonteville, Mitchell's Plain, where, you know, drugs become um, a lot of these children's direction in life. And um, it becomes so difficult to turn your life around. And I'm just so blessed that we have Dane Nehemia in studio this evening to tell us about his journey in the same similar setting and how he came from that and came to redemption and God just turned his life, did a whole 360 and, you know, moving forward from that point. Welcome to Studio Dane. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. So how, how tell us about your journey. Uh, my journey started when I was in Ponteville. Um, uh, my mother passed away when I was very young, mm. five years old. My mother got murdered um, okay. in Ponteville. Um, I do have a twin brother, Duran. And, um, you know, my father was, there was an absent father in my life. You know, he was never there. So, um, you know, when you don't have a father figure in your life, you turn to other friends, or other people to look for a father figure in your life, you know. And um, started joining gangs in Bonteville, you know. Started um, selling drugs, you know, joining the gangsters and stuff like that. Um, went to prison also. Mm. Went to prison. Spent my three months in prison. Um, you know, I never knew Jesus in my life, you know. Family-wise, um, family wasn't ever there for me, you know. Um, especially when you were young men, Bonteville, you want drugs. Family, they closed their doors because you want drugs, you mm -hmm. know. And um, what they think is, are you going to steal, mm -hmm. run away, make problems everywhere you come, you know. And um, as time moved on, um, I moved to Q-Town. Q-Town, um, that is where I, I started to learn about Jesus, you know. <coughs> to learn about Jesus and um, God sent pastors on my path, man, you know. And um, there's a lot of pastors that played a role in my life. On this journey, you know, and um, the first pastor that stands out for me in my life is, um, you know, Pastor Eben, and um, stayed in Kewtown, you know, um, did open ears with him, wasn't by the Lord at that time, you know, um, just seeking after God, man, you know, and father, my father passed away two years ago, and um, since my father passed away, now there's no family. So my only way is, where are you going to go now, then? What's going to happen with you? And um, I turned my life around, tried, you know, two times, three times. I failed, you know. Um, 
But of the passing of my father, I made a decision, man, to tell it enough is enough. You know, I can't anymore because um, drugs, um, gangsterism, you know, stealing, breakings and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, on last year, last year, yeah, yeah, see a year ago, started to give my heart to Jesus and, um, yeah, gave my heart fully to Jesus, um, Pastor Eben, Eben is from Q-Town, you know, he's the father, the pastor that, um, that led me to Jesus, I mean, you know, um, I also have a spiritual father in my life, Pastor Brevin, um, took me to Namibia, <coughs> where I, um, where I made that connection with God, you know, you know, when you're on drugs, tuck, mandrake, stuff like that, um, they call it detox, and you have to detox for a, for a week mm. or so, oh, for that yeah. drugs to get out of your system, you know. And in a movie, so what there? That, that you were cooking it out of your system, I was, basically. I was cooking it out. <laughs> that pastor just told me, literally, Dane, it's fine, just sleep. Just I slept <laughs> for the whole week, I slept, you know. We were there for two weeks, you know, that the first week, I detoxed the whole week out. The second week, um, pastor started praying for me. He started putting hands on me, you know. And I mean, five days, man, in five days, um, God changed my life radically, you know, changed my life. Um, I came back to Q-Town. I was saved. No drugs, cigarettes, mandrakes, gangsterism, the wrong friends, all of that. God just changed my life. I couldn't believe it, you know. And since that day, God changed my life, you know. I gave everything to God, man, you know. And, um, Started joining the ex-prison ministries. Mm. Um, openness, you went to different places to tell my text testimony, you know. And um, the specific day, um, they came ex-prison ministry in Q-Town, you know. And um, started joining with them. Started joining with them. You know, the literally, uh, when I gave my life to Jesus, I was so drugged. I didn't even knew I gave my life to Jesus. Okay. I was drugged. I won't lie to you. Um, I was drugged when I gave my life to Jesus, you know. And um, especially when you're from Q-Town, you know, there's two ways. It's either you join a gang or you serve the Lord. Mm, yeah. It's two ways, you know. And um, tried the one way, didn't work. Mm. You know, went to prison, friend wasn't there for me. Tried the second way. Only way I tried is Jesus, you know. Um, when I when I accepted him as my Lord and Savior, you know, he changed my life radically. You know, in a year, I got jobs after jobs, you know. Yeah. God just opened doors for me, you know. And today I'm a I'm a married man. Yeah. You know? I'm a married man. Congratulations. With a child on the way, you know. Wow. So so God is opening doors for me, you know. And um yeah, and um, the church I am at now, Light Ministries International, you know, God has just uplifted me and take me to levels, you know, and um, I'm grateful, man, you know. Um, what I want to say is even the young men, young men or young girls out there, you know, seek Jesus, you know, seek mm. first the kingdom of God mm. and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you, you know, and God has just added unto my life, you know. Mm. Um, I shouldn't be dead a long time ago, you know. A long time ago, I shouldn't have dragged me dead already, you know. But God, man, you know, He had mm. this plan for my life, you know. 
He says in his word in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I know the plans I have for you, mm. plans to prosper and to harm you, to give you a hopeful future, you know. And that was the, the verse that stood out for me in my life, man, you that know. That kept you going. That mm. kept me going, you know. And um, up until today, it's like a dream, man. It feels like for me I'm dreaming. Yeah. But mm. you know, but when I see myself where it was back two then. years back and where God has placed me now, you know, that um, I'm grateful, man, for, for a young man without a mother and a father. is isn't easy, you mm. know. Isn't easy. There's no financial support, you know. I finished my matric. Wow. You know, mm. I finished my matric. Um, but God was good for me, man. You know, mm. God is good for me. And there's a verse I always like to say to young people out there. In the book of Hebrews, eleven. In the book of Hebrews, eleven, verse eight. By faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he sought after, received for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he so joined in the land of promise, as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the highest with him of the same promise. Mm -hmm. You know, so... God made promise. He, he promised us, man, in His word, man. He will never forsake us, nor leave us, you know. And then, and to 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 stick with His promise, man. He's not a He's not a friend who will lie to you, man. You know. Mm. You no know, friends of today they they stab you in the back, man. You know. Yeah. Family disappoints you. Mm. Friends disappoint you. Your boyfriend will disappoint you, but yeah. God will never disappoint you, you know. And um, God has been good for me, man. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Today I'm a, I'm a working husband for my wife, you know? Yeah. Working at the high school, you know, as a as a maintenance guy. So God has been good for me, man. Mm -hmm. You know? Especially now I'm joining the worship team, you know? Mm -hmm. It's been another uh, 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 how can I say it, man? Another a level God took me up, man, you know? Mm. So yeah. Mm. God has been good for me. No, definitely. I can see even before I knew about how your personal life is planned out, just the way that you are just so in love with Jesus, the scriptures you have memorized that keep you inspired. And you can tell when someone is really on fire for Christ and it, even just their disposition, the way they just are. You definitely have that. Your face is like shining. Yeah. And it's it's amazing to see because God really can change people's lives, like doing a complete 180 and you know i was thinking about earlier when you said that you had tried a couple times to you know get free on your own but you know jesus gave you the strength to get free and mm. you know sometimes that's what you need because it's yeah. recovery is not a linear process yeah. yeah but in that same vein i wanted to actually ask a different question about what your experience in jail was like i know many mm. churches do support like people in jail yeah by giving them parcels and praying like, for them yeah yes. coming in and speaking to them <clears throat> yes did you have anything of that sort um none of that sort you know mm -hmm. um i went for three months mm -hmm. to Portsmouth prison for drugs of gangsters in Bontil, you know and um what the gangsters normally tell you my bro don't worry you're safe man mm -hmm. don't worry you're safe we will look after you mm -hmm. 
But that three months, no one was there. Yeah. No gangster friend, no one was there, you know. Um, not even my family members, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because they didn't send me to that place. Yeah. You know. So, um, my experience was, the stuff I saw is inside me, you know. Mm. But I won't lie to you. I was always praying when at night. Yes. You can't just pray. If everyone here you pray, you must be quiet. So mm. Because these people in this room doesn't serve God in this room. Because mm. here you must be, you must know your place in this place. Mm-hmm. So I started praying. You know, I started telling God, when I get out of this place, I will serve you with everything I have in mm. me, you know. And um, I was only there for two months. Yeah. So came out again, you know. Um... Went back to there's always pastors, I man. Like, and God is just using mm-hmm. them, you know. I came out, um, there was the pastor that worked with me, you know. Um, went back to the drugs, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, the important thing is your heart, I man. You must, if yes. you, you see, you see God's face, I man, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't, doesn't matter your circumstances you are in, but if you, if God knows you. He knows your heart, you know, he knows everything about before we were born, he knew us already, you know. Mm. Before he was not in our mother's womb, he knew us, you know. And um yeah, my experience in prison I saw a lot of stuff. I saw um young boys being yeah, I saw a lot of stuff, scary wow. stuff inside, you know. Yeah. Um stuff is being put up under wow, upon them. We need it's, to it's, yeah. just give a trigger warning to anyone listening that you might so, hear something that no, it's fine. Just so, 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 yeah, prison is not for anyone, you know, it's not for anyone, and there it's a different, it's a different, different ballgame, yeah, different ballgame there, yeah, not your mother's house, not your father's house, mm. there it's strictly you, you need to stay in check, you need yeah. To, yeah, you need to stay in check, and if you need to join any gangs, if you don't join a gang, you're literally going to become a washing machine, <laughs> you oh. become an LG washing machine, you become a microwave, Stuff anything, like that. Yeah. yeah, you become yeah. anything, you know. Yeah. So, in every cell, there's a box with condoms. So, when you come in, there's like an, what is condoms doing in here? This is an old man. So, it gets that wow. bad. It's so, it gets that bad. It makes you so scared because by every cell, there's a box of condoms. Mm-hmm. So, for who is this condom? There's no woman here, but for who is it? So, wow. you have to be careful, young men out there, mm-hmm. listening to my voice. Yes. Prison is not a nice place to be in, you know. Um, I will always say it's rather serve God, I mean, rather be a fool for Jesus mm. than be a fool for the world, you know. Mm. Yes. So, yeah, it's not a nice place. Yeah. Even the guys I, I, I ministered with, ex-prison ministries, gangsters, yeah, they came out of many years, you know. Mm. And God has changed their life, man. Even their testimonies made me wonder, do you still want to be there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you still want to be there, you know. And, um. Yeah, but God is good. It's been good mm. for me, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, that is really hectic, man. Like, because they, they do say many a times, all your, uh, in the most colored term I could use this, is all your brasa will be with you when you're outside. They will yeah. support you. They will mm. have your back. But immediately when you take the fall for something or yeah. you end up in jail, yeah. there's no one to support there's you. No one to, no support one to you. come and no make you feel come. like it's going to be okay. Yeah. And like people out there that thinks that the gang life is all of that. Like you, there's so many times you get people that change and they can tell you like, it's not, it's not. don't mm-hmm. go there, yeah. you know? And it's, it's, it's sad that your, your, your situation that you grew up in 
of like the Bontiville, the um, that side of the world, you know, kind of defined your the start of your life. Yeah, you know, and that is that is the saddest part mm-hmm. that because you had no no proper guidance. Yeah, that yeah. that is where you went to. The winter, yeah. You know, um, and I wanted to know. Is there any advice that you can give for for young people that is like on drugs right now, wants to get out of it, but just don't know where to start or mm-hmm. where to go to? And can you also, in the same vein as that, give some advice to anyone who may have a family member who is Who's on drugs that, and yeah. they don't know what to do? Because I feel like you would know how they would want to be treated, how mm. they how to approach the situation. You know, sometimes um, rehabilitation doesn't work, man, you know. Mm. Some families spend a lot of money sending their children to rehabilitations, but the rehabilitation doesn't work. You come out of rehabilitation, do the same thing, you know. But um, the only thing I can, the only advice I can give young young guys out there is um, seek Jesus, man, you know. Seek his face, you know, and um, that's what I seek, you know. Um, I had faith that God will change my life, you know. And faith is something. Faith is something that you can't see, but you must open it. You know, and um, yeah, God, um, God uses people. God send people on your path. You know, and if um, see God send pastors on my path. You know, um, when I came from drugs, no friends. You know, so the only thing was I went to a pastor every day of my life. I sat by that pastor. That pastor took me everywhere, took me to open this, you know, um, learned me about how to set up the sound, the drums, mm-hmm. yeah. you see, that's kept me by Jesus, man, that kept me the feet of Jesus, you know, because I'm surrounded by spiritual people, you know, mm-hmm. pastors. So basically surround yourself with the right people. Yes. Surround yourself with the right people, you know, you can't say you want to change your life, but you're still surrounded with your friends mm-hmm. that, that smokes drugs, yeah. and you, sit, you still sit in that, um, in that circle mm-hmm. of friends, man, you know. Then God can't help you. Mm. you go, God can't come through for you if you still sit with that people, you know. Um, and the most important thing, read His word. Mm. Yes. Read you, His word. Would you say life is better on this side than it was then? Because I think a lot of people are like. <laughs> they think that it's, uh, they're living the high life. Like the Christian life mm. is so dry boring. and boring and. Like they won't have as much fun as they, they had when they were in that messed up version of themselves. Would you personally say that life is better this side or you, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, Life is better this side. Mm, you know? Amen. Life is better this side. Why I say so? Because um, check it, it's, it's December. It's turning that year where you're going to hear young people got, this one got stabbed, that yeah. one got murdered, this one got raped, that one got, you know, this one drowned, you know. And um, but if you in Jesus, man, you know, mm. if you surround yourself by the spiritual people, even if it's by youth, even if it's by a concert, a church concert, but surround yourself with godly figures, man, you know, and um, and then you will be safe. You will be safe, man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, you will be safe. Yes, wow. you know. Thank you for that. He this looks legit happy. Yeah, he and does. He looks happier. And the thing is, I saw your picture of when you were in drugs and when yeah. you are now. And it's such, uh, guys, I'm saying this guy turned his life around and you look healthy. You look yeah. happy. I mean, I'm jumping now. I'm, so I'm jumping now, you know. Baby on the way, married already. Yeah. It's, I mean, it seems like you have the full life 
that was ordained for you to have. Yes. yes. Mr. Dane. Yes. <laughs> that was ordained for you to have. Um and it is possible, man. Because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people lose hope. They yeah. they in the drug life for so long, and then they're like, "Ugh, there's nothing more out there for yeah. me." Mm-hmm. And I think you are a perfect representative yeah. that there is hope, there is no hope. matter exactly. how old you are or what mm-hmm. you've been. Through. I always say that um, the God I serve, He's the Father for the fatherless. Mm-hmm. You know, He gives hope to the hopeless. You know, yeah, that's the God I serve, man. You know, mm-hmm. and then and. Uh, you know, every morning I wake up, you know, I thank God every time. Thank you, God, for changing my life, you know. Because I know there's young men out there that's suicidal, you know. Yeah. yeah. They can't take the pressure. They can't take the... They want to take their own lives, you know. Mm. Um, I knew a friend. I have one cousin that hanged himself, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. now you have a whole family from oh. a f- family-less life. Yeah. yeah. A whole family. Family, family. Oh, so happy for you, Dan, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Dane, this has been a fantastic interview. I really wish it could go on for longer. I think we should have you back in studio because everything you said was so touching and inspirational. And I feel like we all know someone who could benefit greatly from what we heard today, from the hope, from seeing the physical evidence that it is possible that God works miracles. He changes lives. He once he touches your life, it it's not the same. Amen. So Amen. we'd just like to thank you for coming on and being brave and sharing your story you and in such detail and inspiring people, giving sound advice to the youth. It was amazing. Thank you. Uh, is there any way that you could maybe just close off in prayer, a short prayer for those that are struggling and yeah. young people out there? Amen. Um, Heavenly Father, I come to you this evening with glad tidings this morning, Heavenly Father. I give you praise. I give you all the glory, Heavenly Father. Every young man that can hear my voice, every young woman that can hear my voice, Heavenly Father, I ask you that you protect them, keep them in your in your hands, Heavenly Father. What you have done for me, I know you can surely done it for anyone out there, Heavenly Father, who's still on drugs, prostitution, gangsterism, what you have done for me, I know surely in my heart that you can do it for anyone out there. Nothing is impossible by you, Heavenly Father. Mm. You are an amazing God, Heavenly Father. And I give you all the praise, I give you all the glory. Every household that can hear my voice, that can hear my prayer tonight, be with them, Heavenly Father. Those who don't have something to eat tonight, Heavenly Father, I ask you that you provide for them as you have provided for me, Heavenly Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dane, for your presence, for coming in here and sharing that with us. I know that there are so many young people that are touched by it and that probably tuned in and you said the right thing at the right time because I don't mm. believe that whoever was tuned in was tuned in for nothing. I yeah. solely believe that whatever you said touched some part of their lives. And we just wanted to thank you so much for rendering yourself this evening and being open to tell us your story. It's not an easy thing to just, you know, it's emotional. It's something that that you've been through. So thank you so much, Dan. Thank you. Now let's head on into the Did You Know section of the show. But remember, guys, if you missed this this interview, you can check it out on Wednesday. It will be uploaded on the podcast on www.kpulpit.co.za under the 180 degrees tag.
180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Follow us on Facebook today. I am Radio. So it is quarter to eight o'clock. Currently, we just finished a fantastic interview that you guys, when you have the time, you must check it out. You must send it to anyone who can be affected by it. I must give a trigger warning for themes of violence of a physical and sexual nature. But, you know, these are conversations we need to have Mm. because it's the reality of life. So if you know anyone who will be affected by this, you can check out our Facebook Live on 729 Cops of Council slash 729K Pulpit. The interview is there. And on Wednesday, the interview will be uploaded on our podcast page. Awesome. So we at Did You Know? Guys, this was a shocker for me because I, I didn't believe it. But ironically, although one of the testament, uh, test, 10 commandments, guys, <laughs> Really, one of the Ten Commandments is do not steal. The Bible is the most stolen book. Really? I did not know that. But I mean, people actually steal the Bible. I mean, I can understand. I don't understand. But like <laughs> I'm saying that, you know, there are Bibles in every hotel room. So I can understand how easy it could potentially be. But I hope they're stealing those Bibles for good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope so too. I mm-hmm. hope that they're stealing it to share it exactly. or actually use it. It's just like a broke evangelist who's like, as long as I give these Bibles out to someone, that, I'm just hoping that that's. What I'm, I'm hoping that too. Same. But like in your in your idea of this, do you actually think that the Bibles in the hotel is to give away, to read, or what? What What are you supposed to do with them? What What is it there for, Zoe? That is actually, I've never actually thought about what their function is there. Maybe some people do think it's a complimentary gift. Because I mean, like, honestly, if the soap is, mm. if the, the what, shampoo and yeah, lotion. And a lot of people tend to take those yes. things. And the, like the gowns. Yes. So they probably think the Bibles are also like free. Huh. So hence why it's actually one of the most stolen books. Wow. Okay. That definitely makes sense. That's, that's super freaky. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But yeah. Guys, that is the did you know for this evening. Yeah. Now, let's head into the Bible quiz. But first, a quick message from Brad. Hi, I'm Brad Kirsten from Get Up and Go Breakfast. To the matrix writing their exams. You've worked hard. You've studied hard. And now's the time to pray hard. I just really pray that you're going to have such a wonderful time writing these exams it's such a pinnacle of your school career may you be at peace as you write may you recall the many many things that you've heard and read and learned and most of all have fun thank you brad i wish i'd heard that message five years ago five years ago (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness i wish i heard that when i was writing matric but yeah we are currently in the Bible quiz section of the show. Um, Michaela has something planned out, but I'm going to let her ask it. Because if I ask it, apparently I'm going to give the answer away. Not apparent. I'm not even going to continue. Guys. Michaela. <laughs> so, I don't know what was going through Zoe's mind, but she put the question and the answer. So, if you got this wrong, I have no words for you. <laughs> Honestly. Because Zoe made it very, very easy. Okay, so the Bible quiz for this evening is Who was the first person to come across, uh, to come across Tongue twisters tonight mm. To come across the, injury, the injured man In the parable of the Good Samaritan Was it the tax collector 
the inner keeper, the priest, or the judge? Hmm. Who was it? Hmm. If you check on our social media platforms, you might just find the answer due to Zoe's. I'm, I'm honestly just going to stay silent because I don't trust myself. Like so I, now, I don't know if I should actually just give the answer, Zoe, seeing that you did. You know what? I feel like when we come back, we're just we're not even going to like... We will geez. be checking the polls, guys, we will to be see if you polls. actually see the answer. Yes, because if people got that wrong, yeah, they're just like me. We need a link up to all the people who don't vote correctly. But as we give you guys some time to send us some WhatsApps, some messages, we will be playing Nothing Holding Me Back by Brian Tavolt and Katie Tavolt. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. So before we took that music break, we asked you guys a question that formed a part of this week's Bible quiz. As someone who has been up since 3 a.m. this morning, I, I can admit I'd made a mistake with the um, made the a question. few mistakes eh? I made a few mis- I've made a few mistakes I- <laughs> in just the short period of time guys mm-hmm. too many actually so before I make any more I'm gonna ask Michaela if she can give us the answer because apparently I gave you the answer with the question <laughs> <laughs> so I will not bore you by reading it again in this situation but I will say that the answer to this Bible quiz is the priest. So if you went on and you chose the priest, guys, well done for getting that right. Mm, With or without Zoe's help. Thank you for reading your Bible. <laughs> I will say that we got 100% on the radio. <laughs> Obviously, Zoe. We for the tax collector. What? <laughs> I am not even joking with you right now. Guys, like, <laughs> guys, same WhatsApp group as me, apparently. But on the I am youth radio, there's a split 33% across the judge, the innkeeper and the tax collector. Uh, and and the answer to, was the, I think I need to blame myself for asking such a confusing question. Like we can't, we can't actually like blame anyone else but me. I think that's the issue here. So before we end off the show, before I have the opportunity to confuse any more of our listeners, I'd just like to read a message we got from one of our listeners who said, from the first episode I listened to to now, I can really hear how the synergy has grown between the two hosts. Michaela, you have also grown fully comfortable and natural on air, which is dope. Fire emoji. As a lover of all things journalistic, it's cool to hear talent develop this way. And this is from Rio. Thank you, Rio. Thank you so much, bro. Truly, I appreciate all your support every time. Love heart emojis. <laughs> <laughs> That's super sweet. Once again, we are at the end of the show, but we will be back again next week for another episode, hopefully without any mistakes this time. And hopefully, Zoe. <laughs> one can only hope, honestly. <laughs> I'm just pointing out it was Zoe, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately, it was me. <laughs> But I will say I am excited for next week. It's going to be a fun show that I think you guys should stick around for. We have a musician coming in. But if you want to listen to this week's show, which I think you should, you should check it out on our podcast, which will be uploaded on Wednesday on kpulpit.co.za. You guys don't want to miss it. But as for now, goodbye. And we'll see you again next week. Yeah, we are out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit. 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.